The audio you're about to hear was recorded in Anchor. Learn more at anchor.fm. Good morning, everyone. It's Bruce from 360 Immersive Video. And if you want to see my actual 360 videos, please check out my YouTube channel, 360 Immersive Video. Plus, I put out my videos on Vimeo and Veer TV. And as our um, Veer TV is such a great supporter of the of the 360 video community, and it gives opportunities for you know, the small-time videographers to get their work seen. And today, I want to talk about the small. 360 videographer and that we need to keep putting our videos out and producing them um, and practicing and you never know where that will take you and probably the biggest issue I guess probably any videographer or film filmmaker is uh, figuring out the story or the storytelling part of what you're producing and I was listening to someone the other day, and I think they put it the right way, is that there's storytelling, and then there's plot, and they're two separate things. Like what I do, I don't have plots, I don't have necessarily heroines and resolution and all that, I'm more of a, a documentary vlogging style videographer. and so. It's, it's mainly, I, I do most of my stuff on uh, backpacking trips and all that, so I still need to figure out how I create the story, though. I, it's, it's, people want to have some type of beginning, they want some type of middle, and they want some type of end. And it doesn't have to be, you know, a, a big, like, spy novel or anything like that. But that's the key to this, is storytelling. And if you create of that sequence then everything will work out to something that's viewable so like this weekend i'm heading out to do a video and i'm figuring some of the things some of the shots that i want to get and that's what i really want to get across here is that we want to get those shots from the get-go um, take those opportunities uh, even when you're traveling to pick up b-roll and b-roll if you don't know it's kind of the filler um, shots that you take they still have to be cohesive with the rest the rest of the video but you get those b-roll shots and they'll add that much more color to your video but i'm already thinking about um, shots that i can get on the way to camp um, shots at camp other shots while we're up there uh, we're going to be way up on this mountain plateau. It's going to be near a big uh, windmill farm. So I've got those to work with. I've got the uh, forest and the, the four-wheeling roads going up to camp. I've got camp itself. I've got uh, the characters, the other people I will be with. I've got dogs. So I've got, I mean, I've got lots to work with. And the key is I need to work with those and make sure I get plenty and plenty of shots. And I've found another real great way is to just put your cameras up and you'll be surprised at what you get, especially with these 360 video cameras. Um, 
and the new software that you can use where you can turn it around and you might pick up some of the most incredible little interesting shots um, but so it's not you don't have to have a plot but definitely work on having that story and building that story and adding interest and adding things that your viewer is going to enjoy okay well that's my hot tip of the day so have a great day and i will talk to you all later bye now the audio you just heard was recorded in anchor learn more at anchor.fm the audio you're about to hear was recorded in anchor learn more at anchor.fm Hey, this is Bruce with 360 Immersive Video. Thanks for joining the podcast today. And you can always catch what I'm doing on YouTube under the 360 Immersive Video. It's my channel name. But I've got a couple of videos I'm working on coming up. And one of them is on the selfie stick. And it's going to do a podcast on the selfie stick and all that. But I decided it would be more important to me to talk about rules or parameters that people are already setting on this 360 video environment. What I've gathered, it's the last thing we want to do is to set up any kind of rules or set up any kind of you have to have or you have to do at this point in time. There's every manufacturer out there trying to make new video cameras. And it seems like as soon as a new video camera comes out, everybody jumps on the wagon of this is the next best thing. And that's just going to be too expensive for everybody. So but I was always told growing up, it's not the workman. It's not the tool. It's the, it's the workman, what you do with the tools. So there are going to be a lot of cameras out there that are perfectly good and use them. And if you don't have a lot of money, then use what you can afford. It's all in the creative mix. Yes, you do need to figure out how to do the best you can with the cameras that you have, but don't let that hold you back. There's another whole group of people that are out there doing photography and little planets and bullet time and what's the other one? Um, you know, they're doing all these really cool effects, and they're really neat. But most of them are very momentary. Um, to me, they're in the photograph plane, where it's one and done. Um, some of them are neat because you can put them on a standard format video, but then it's really kind of crossing that boundary into, I guess, what we're calling flatties now. But it is using the 360 video camera. They're interesting. I definitely, I, I find them interesting, and I find that you can use those uh, and make something creative. You know, more power to you. But I think if you're going to be in a 360 video world, you should work to find out how 360 video is going to work and why selfie sticks kind of caught my eye or caught my ear was that people are saying you have to make your tripod or your selfie stick disappear and I don't know you know where that all started but people are really you know they they they're always commenting on that but then I see some of the top videos where the documentary you can see the tripods or the selfie sticks no problem and they're the top videos out there you know it, just because someone says you have to have those things disappear 
it doesn't mean that that's right what they're saying. They also are, you know, I've got a lot of heat map, and if you don't know what a heat map is, is when you make a video, then the platform that you put it on has the ability to show you where people are looking. It's really interesting. And they can't, you can't do that until you have a few hundred, at least, viewers of a video. So I've done about six heat map exercises so far, and really, um, 2% of the people may look, even less than 2%, may look at the tripod. The rest of the people are looking all around. And I'm going to get more into heat maps later. But they aren't looking to see if you, if you can see the tripod or the selfie stick. That's just something that we're making up. And I think you know, we need to stop making those rules up. Because uh, if you look at the data, they're not right. So I guess this is kind of a little bit of a rant. But I think it's really important that we keep our minds open. Don't put any rules on people. And when you think something's a certain way, you better look at some of the real successful 360 videos out there because they're doing it and they're doing it completely what you think is wrong. But they're doing it exactly the way that you think you do it. So I think a little bit of realignment and keep your minds open. So that's kind of my rant for the day. Thanks a lot. This is Bruce signing out. The audio you just heard was recorded in Anchor. Learn more at anchor.fm. Hi, this is Bruce with 360 Immersive Video. Coming back to another podcast that also kind of parallels my YouTube channel, 360 Immersive Video. And the discussion this morning is on movement and 360 videos. And the, the real thing, I think we need to keep this all in perspective. Now, let's not keep movement just narrowed down to the 360 video world. Because in just regular video, uh, shaky and spinning movement is irritating and will make people feel nauseous. So it's not just the 360 video that does that. Now, does that mean that we can't use movement? Of course we can. If you look at many, many, many uh, 360-type videos, you'll see uh, roller coasters are one of the most popular uh, 360 videos out there. Uh, all the GoPro videos are all movement. Uh, there's there's so many videos out there that there's movement. So that's another one of those rules that someone decided that something made someone nauseous, and so now people can't use movement. Well, I think that's going to be quickly found out that movement is a big part of making videos and making creative story. So let's kind of get beyond that misrule that someone came up with and move on. The key is to figure out how best to do movement in 360 video or any video for that matter and how to minimize any sickness. I remember watching NYPD Blue and they always they had this really this kind of camera shaking and moving all around add to the dynamic of what the what the TV show was and it, it wasn't a technique that was used very long. I mean, they they stopped doing that technique. So, but the key is with movement, 
is to have it steady, uh, use stabilization, and there's many software applications now that have great stabilization. And if we look at the heat maps, which I do all the time, um, and I look at where people are watching when they are um, looking at videos where I have movement in them, they are they do certain behaviors. Now, one of the behaviors that is consistent through my videos and all the heat map analysis is that the faster you move the camera, the more likely the viewer is going to isolate their vision on something. And if it's something super fast, like say a roller coaster or a car or you know parachuting or all that, well, parachuting actually, oddly enough, isn't that, has a different effect. But like cars and roller coasters and those kind of things, people will either, and most likely, like, like 90% of the time, will turn the camera so they're looking forward um, along the path of the movement. They aren't looking around like you'd think in a 360 video. They're turning the camera so they're looking like they're just looking straight out the front of a car or straight out of a, a, a roller coaster. You know, if they do look around, it may be very few people or they may just watch the video again, like say on a roller coaster to just watch people's expressions. Depends on how long the video is. But if you have a video that's moving slowly, people are more apt to look around and utilize the 360 video. Also noticed that even in the slow moving video, the people, most of the people, it's all heat map oriented stuff that I've gotten with data, they will, the most people will fix on either looking down the path of movement or if there's something else that is like a person talking, they will look at that person. So it's like very few people will will gander around, which is kind of what we want people to do. So found a way around that as well is that we want to give the viewer something to look at. I've noticed that like on backpacking videos, if we're like in a tight trail, people won't look around. But if I'm at the top of the mountain, people will look around all over the place. Here's a short discussion on VR and movement. Thanks a lot. Bye now. The audio you're about to hear was recorded in Anchor. Learn more at anchor.fm. Hi, this is Bruce with 360 Immersive Video. Coming back to another podcast that also kind of parallels my YouTube channel, 360 Immersive Video. And the discussion this morning is on movement and 360 videos. And the, the real thing, I think we need to keep this all in perspective. Now, let's not keep movement just narrowed down to the 360 video world. Because in just regular video, uh, shaky and spinning movement is irritating and will make people feel nauseous. So it's not just the 360 video that does that. Now, does that mean that we can't use movement? Of course we can. If you look at many, many, many uh, 360-type videos, you'll see... Uh, Roller coasters are one of the most popular uh, 360 videos out there. Uh, all the GoPro videos are all movement. 
there's there's so many videos out there that there's movement so that's another one of those rules that someone decided that something made someone nauseous and so now people can't use movement well i think that's going to be quickly found out that movement is a big part of making videos and making creative story so let's kind of get beyond that misrule that someone came up with and move on the key is to figure out how best to do movement in 360 video or any video for that matter and how to minimize any sickness i remember watching nypd blue and they always they had this really this kind of camera shaking and moving all around add to the dynamic of what the what the tv show was and it, it wasn't a technique that was used very long i mean they they stopped doing that technique so but the key is with movement is to have it steady um, use stabilization and there's many software applications now that have great stabilization and if we look at the heat maps which i do all the time um, and I look at where people are watching when they are um, looking at videos where I have movement in them they are they do certain behaviors now one of the behaviors that is consistent through my videos and all the heat map analysis is that the faster you move the camera the more likely the viewer is going to isolate their vision on something and if it's something super fast like say a roller coaster or a car or you know parachuting or all that well parachuting actually oddly enough isn't that has a different effect but like cars and roller coasters and those kind of things people will either and most likely like like 90 percent of the time will turn the camera so they're looking forward um, along the path of the movement. They aren't looking around like you'd think in a 360 video. They're turning the camera so they're looking like they're just looking straight out the front of a car or straight out of a, a, a roller coaster. Now, if they do look around, it may be very few people or they may just watch the video again, like say on a roller coaster, to just watch people's expressions. Depends on how long the video is. But if you have a video that's moving slowly, people are more apt to look around and utilize the 360 video. Also noticed that even in the slow moving video, the people, most of the people, it's all heat map oriented stuff that I've gotten this data, they will, the most people will fix on either looking down the path of movement or if there's something else that is like a person talking, they will look at that person. So it's like very few people will will gander around, which is kind of what we want people to do. So found a way around that as well is that we want to give the viewer something to look at. I've noticed that like on backpacking videos, if we're like in a tight trail, people won't look around. But if I'm at the top of the mountain, people will look around all over the place. Here's a short discussion on VR and movement. Thanks a lot. Bye now. Hey everybody, it's Bruce with 360 Immersive Video. Thanks for joining me right now. 
I'm out walking in the forest. Ideas are flowing. You can see many of my 360 videos that I do. I have a YouTube channel called 360 Immersive Video. And that's where I put a lot of the techniques that I'm talking to you. I put them down so you can actually see what I'm talking about. But I'm out walking in this beautiful forest. It reminds me of some of my last videos I did. And it's the uh, where I, I took some chances and produced video. Right now, I am probably a member of every video, uh, 360 video uh, for platform. We're putting 360 video out. A member of numerous forums and Facebook groups. And people, you know, they're doing they're doing 360 video, but they're doing like one minute of something, one minute of their apartment, or 40 seconds of a concert, or you know, or just or just, and they're calling them all tests. And I and I totally understand the fact that everybody is a little bit afraid, and they're they're testing, so they're learning. I get all that, but I think. A lot of those people, and I see them still testing. I'd love it if you'd start producing. Um, I see a lot of people talking about how to edit, how to stabilize, how to stitch. I see a lot of that, but I don't see any products. And so, you know, you don't have to publish them. I publish quite a bit, but I know it's 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 a little scary. But from what I've seen, especially like on YouTube or Facebook, people are very accepting, very helpful, um, very not judgmental. You know, there, there is an occasional asshole, but overall people are in, want to enjoy it. They want to encourage. So that's what I am going to do, is I'd love to encourage everybody that's out there with their 360 video cameras taking video and start putting it together, start editing, start putting transition layers in, start putting, uh, messing with color grading, start messing with audio, and let's start producing some things and getting them out there. Because what we want is the 360 video world to start growing. It's If nobody puts anything out there and if everybody just talks about the next great camera, and keeps buying cameras that's great for the camera companies but for the industry itself i'd love to see more produced videos out there and if you'd like to you know, get in contact with me or on youtube you know subscribe to me and let me know what you're doing and all if you have a channel i'll subscribe and we can help each other and i think that's what we really need right now so don't be afraid Start producing, and uh, it's going to be a real fun trip. We'll do it together. All right. See you later. Bye. The audio you just heard was recorded in Anchor. Learn more at anchor.fm. The audio you're about to hear was recorded in Anchor. Learn more at anchor.fm. Good morning, everyone. It's Bruce from 360 Immersive Video. And if you want to see my actual 360 videos, please check out my YouTube channel, 360 Immersive Video. 
Plus, I put out my videos on Vimeo and Veer TV. And as our um, Veer TV is such a great supporter of the of the 360 video community, and it gives opportunities for you know, the small-time videographers to get their work seen. And today, I want to talk about the small 360 videographer, and that we need to keep putting our videos out and producing them um, and practicing and you never know where that will take you and probably the biggest issue I guess probably any videographer or film filmmaker is uh, figuring out the story or the storytelling part of what you're producing and I was listening to someone the other day and I think they put it the right way is that there's storytelling and then there's plot and they're two separate things like what I do I don't have plots I don't have necessarily heroines and resolution and all that I'm more of a, a documentary vlogging style videographer and so it's it's mainly I, I do most of my stuff on uh, backpacking trips and all that so I still need to figure out how I create the story though I it's it's people want to have some type of beginning they want some type of middle and they want some type of end and it doesn't have to be you know a, a big like spy novel or anything like that but that's the key to this is storytelling and if you create kind of that sequence then everything will work out to something that's viewable so like this weekend I'm heading out to do a video and I'm figuring some of the things some of the shots that I want to get and that's what I really want to get across here is that we want to get those shots from the get-go um, take those opportunities uh, even when you're traveling to pick up b-roll and b-roll if you don't know it's kind of the filler um, shots that you take they still have to be cohesive with the rest the rest of the video but you get those b-roll shots and they'll add that much more color to your video but I'm already thinking about um, shots that I can get on the way to camp um, shots at camp other shots while we're up there uh, we're gonna be way up on this mountain plateau it's going to be near a big uh, windmill farm so I've got those to work with I've got the uh, forest and the, the four-wheeling roads going up to camp I've got camp itself I've got uh, the characters the other people I'll be with I've got dogs so I've got I mean I've got lots to work with and the key is I need to work with those and make sure I get plenty and plenty of shots and I've found another real great way is to just put your cameras up and you'll be surprised at what you get especially with these 360 video cameras um, and the new software that you can use where you can turn it around and you might pick up some of the most incredible little interesting shots um, but so it's not you don't have to have a plot but definitely work on having that story and building that story 
and adding interest and adding things that your viewer is going to enjoy. Okay, well, that's my hot tip of the day. So have a great day, and I will talk to you all later. Bye now. The audio you just heard was recorded in Anchor. Learn more at anchor.fm.